everybody, and welcome to the Medivac Podcast. I'm your host, Christian Myers, joined today by my co-host, David Reed. Say hi, David. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Before we get started, just keep in mind that we don't do any advertisements on the Medivac Podcast for a specific reason. We don't want to inundate you with ads uh, about stupid shit that you don't want to buy. But if you get one awesome thing or one good thing out of today, please share it with a friend or family member. Trying to get the word out a little bit more. Our guest today is a a, great guest. Yeah. He's a wily, wily dude. I'm normal. He is a Marine infantry veteran, scout sniper uh, from 2004 to 2008. He's got a purple heart. And now he is uh, a marketing expert for Black Rifle Coffee. Professional fighter. Stand-up comedian. Stand-up comedian. The list goes on and on. Yeah, Justin Governell. What else? So we're going to start this out like we always do and say, mm. you know, tell us a little bit about your service, man. Uh, served in the Marine Corps from 2004 to 2008. Uh, I joined as an infantryman and then I got in a fight with my squad leader and we're still good friends. Right? <laughs> just immediately. Yeah. Just in a nutshell. Yeah. In a nutshell. Uh, what made you want to go into the Marines? What made you want to go? Uh, 9-11, man. 9-11. Yeah. Uh, what's funny about that, we all have our 9-11 story, uh, but mine was... You know, my mom woke me up. I was still sleeping. It wasn't time for to. I had first period off for school, so she pounds on my door. Yeah, and she's like, "Look, look, uh, something happened." As I'm watching, right, like, what? I don't, I don't get it. I don't care, mom. The second one hit. Go to yeah. school, do football practice. I get home. They cancel football practice in the evening, and I grabbed a 22 rifle because I'm from Laredo, Texas. So Read in my it. mind, I'm like, "There's five international bridges. They're gonna pour over the, our borders." <laughs> oh man! So I had the Texas mindset. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a, an unloaded 22 in the front yard, standing there, standing guard. Yeah, my mom was like, well, "Get inside! <laughs> what are you doing?" I'm like, "They're gonna seep over our borders." So what do you? I mean, what are you gonna do with an unloaded rifle? Uh, I don't know. Hit them. What scare like, them. Yell at them. Like you know? 14 at this time, or something? I was. I was 16. 16. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. old enough to know better than yeah, an unloaded yeah, rifle. 100. <laughs> So yeah, I don't even know why I did that. I was just, so I told my mom, mom, I swear to God, I'm going to go fight. And she's like, oh, okay, sweetie. Okay. And I'm like, I promise. So I went, uh, yeah, man, I joined. I remember my mom, she said, are you sure this is what you want to do? And I said, mom, like I want to go fight. Cause I was yeah. going infantry. And I remember like, without me trying to get emotional, she signed it and she started crying. Yeah. Right. She like legitimately started crying and she sure. hugged me. And then uh, that's like OIF time frame. I mean, that's initial invasion. And yeah, I signed up. It was 2003 when I signed. Yeah. I wasn't. I had to graduate high school, right? But yeah. 17 signed up. Um, and yeah, man, uh, I'm 19 years old. My my first patrol in Iraq, and then boom, we you know get blown up like day one, right? It day was one, like yeah, day very one. First patrol. Uh, yeah, and Shit. we we relieved uh, 325 Third Battalion, 25th Marines, or reserve unit. They yeah. lost 52. Uh, they got 52 KIA. That's more than any Marine unit has lost in oh, both wars. Man. Jesus. They lost a lot of dudes, man. It was a real, real bad area. And that's because the armor wasn't what it was, no. right? The capabilities no. of armor was sandbags, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, or tactics at that point. Yeah. I mean, dude, we didn't have any armored vehicles. Uh, our armor, we had to throw our packs over the side and they we put sandbags on the floor. And our seat was a wooden bench that they just kind of somebody built and it was like not even strapped down. <laughs> Some they threw CBs it. like nailed together. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't strapped down or anything. So when we got blown up, it was just the most violent motion. Like it hurt, man. Of course it hurts, right? But like yeah. it hurt. Did the wooden dude. bench explode or what? Um, no, I had a bunch of uh the, the sandbags actually saved us, right? But yeah. I don't even know what happened, dude. I just I just blacked out, right? 
And I, the one thing I remember is just taking flight. Like it was just out of nowhere. I'm chilling and then boom, you get hit. So and, build uh, the scene a little bit. Where, where are you guys exactly in um, Iraq? I went to Haditha in okay. 2005. Okay. And so, so you guys are on a patrol in a Humvee. No, no, I was in a seven ton my first time. Okay. Okay. Uh, and yeah, we're, we're patrolling down. We had to job off some prisoners. Okay. And 325 told us, oh, we can't go down this route. We're like, why not? Oh, it's controlled by the insurgents. We, we just can't go down it. And we're okay. like, we are. And then he says, 100%, we're going to get hit. And like, we're like, okay. And he says, it's going to be the lead victor. I'm not riding in the lead victor. I'm going home in a bit. So then they stick me, 19-year-old, uh, I was a Lance, Lance Corporal Governor, 19, hop in the back. And uh, right in the front. Uh, I was in, yeah, I was, I was yeah. closer to the, of course the you were. Oh, I'm yeah. not going to be in that vehicle. Yeah. You're going to be in that vehicle. Oh yeah. We're, we're, lead, not an we're lead Victor. <laughs> and then, um, oh, God, that's man, it was, it was interesting when, when we were on our way to job off prisoners, um, they, they were like, are you ready for it? And I'm like, ready for what? I'm 19. And then, and then they said, <laughs> oh, never mind. I guess they're not going on today. And we had just crossed an intersection. And then I saw like an explosion in the distance. And he says, oh, never mind, they're late. And then our, our driver stops because he doesn't know what's going on. And a second one goes off, it's closer. So my buddy, Boot, right, or uh, junior guy, he's like, IED. And the second one goes off and he goes, uh, daisy chain. And then a third one goes off closer to us. Boom. And I'm just kind of, wa- I'm actually not scared. My first thought is, oh, it's like training, but they're third coming this way. a charm, right? Yeah. I mean, and, there's not another one going to yeah. go off. We'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was a trip, man. I, I kind of like sink. Below my notional armor, I just had like this thin sheet in our packs. Mm. And then they go, oh, never mind. I guess they're late today. And then my senior Marine just bland, doesn't even care. He looks at me, goes, welcome to Iraq, Governor. Like real calm. Yeah. But they, they all just fought through Fallujah. So, you know, I was like, whoa. And then the rest of the patrol, I was like the only one weapon pointing out board. <laughs> I was just holding onto my rifle. Like, and my- Waiting for they, it. They were laughing Half-talked. at me. They were like, Governor, what are you doing? And I was like- just looking at desert, prepared. and then uh, we dropped out some prisoners. And then on the way back, you know, I, I remember just holding my rifle, being real stern. And then I'm like, man, it's actually kind of boring. Yeah, that's, that was my thought. It's actually kind of boring. Yeah. And then yeah. blackout. So you, then, that's your fault, then. Yeah, yeah. I should have. Yeah, you should have kept that boring day. Should have kept that rifle up. If yeah, you, if you didn't drop it, you wouldn't have got blown up. Yeah, you know, they were ready. So, yeah, man, it was a trip. And then uh, from there, I, I woke up. And the memory, actually, that I talked about my mom signing, I don't even, if I'm being honest, because your brain gets scrambled. The, my, I swear to God, my memory is I went out, woke up, thought I was a senior in high school, thought it wasn't time for school yet. Oh, shit. And then I look around and then I realize, like, oh, wait, this is real because I could smell the sulfur. Yeah. yeah. Which is a weird, like, smell. It's, I've never smelled it before. I was like, oh, it smells weird. And then... Uh, I hear screaming, and then I hear uh, my team leader, thank God, he says, hey, we just hit a fucking IED. Is everyone all right? And then just... Sets right? in. And I yeah. start realizing I'm I'm conscious, but I'm not conscious, if that makes sense. Like, I'm coherent. I'm sure. coherent-ish. And You're what, shaken, obviously. Yeah. and But I still see black at this point, right? And again, uh, the memory of my mom signing and crying, like, that memory popped into my head. Because I remember... Yeah. Uh, that happened, and then the other memory was my, I'm like, ah, oh. my, my mom and my sister uh, hugged me at the airport, and my little sister was seven, and she started okay. crying, and she said, I hope nothing bad happens to you, and I'm like, Bettina, I'll be all right, and she started crying, and if I'm being honest, uh, and I'll t- we'll talk about this later, but 
like you don't show people you cry. You just don't cry. As sure. a Marine, you just yeah. don't cry. You yeah. just no. And so I turn around and tears run down my face. And I'm like, I can't let them see that. So in my quick, like, I don't know how long I was unconscious, those memories popped through my head. And I don't really believe uh, that a lot happens after you die. But I start praying, right? Of course, every time I thought I was going to yeah, die over yeah. there, I'm, I'm yeah, like, hey, God. Bargaining chip. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Hey, if man. If I make it through this, I promise <laughs> to go to church every yeah. single yeah. Sunday. Yeah. yeah. I already failed on that promise. Forever, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, anyway, so I, I asked for like four more days for some reason, specifically four days. Like, hey, can I have like four more days to say goodbye to my mom? Mm. And then I wake up. I, I really do think that that's just coincidental. And then uh, I look around and I'm like, oh, man. I, I'm not in high school. I'm in Iraq. Yeah. Look at my buddy. My buddy's seizuring next to me. First thing I do is everybody talks about, like, guaranteed you do the same shit. You, Absolutely. First thing, first thing you do. Yep. Check. And then check what body. else do you check? What else do you check? You got to check your job package. Yes. <laughs> right? I, everyone that's been everybody. blown up. Yep. I think every, every single everyone, episode we've had, yes. that comes up. Yeah. Dude, so, <laughs> check my so junk. I do this. Still there. We're good. Yeah. And then I, I check and I pause because I know that if I see red, it might be like that was... The reason I pause is because it's like, it's like an AIDS test. You know, it's like, uh, I don't yeah, want to like, open like, it you up. You still have AIDS. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I don't want to like know that I have yeah, AIDS. I just want to take a breath right? beforehand. Yeah. So I just, I, every time I got blown up three times, every time you do this and you go, I have AIDS. Oh God. I don't have AIDS. I don't have AIDS. Thank God. Thank God. Okay. So yeah, man, I'm good. And then I turn and my buddy's like seizuring. I'm like, hey, green's hit. They're like, shut the fuck up. Get out of the truck before it blows. And I get out. And then I held security and people are like injured and they're, they're moving uh, stuff around. And I was the only junior guy either not controlling or not injured. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're like, Governor, come here. I'm like, uh, yes, corporal. And he's like, and it's kind of cool, man, that you have these like sobering moments. Cause he's my first fucking patrol dude. Yeah. And, uh, he looks at me and he would always, he's actually a really good leader, but he was very, uh, stern with us, like super stern. Right. Sure. And later you come to realize it's because if he says, uh, go over there and take a fucking knee, it's because he just knows that there's something going it's on. for a reason. Yeah. yeah. It's not like, so anyway, um, he was always pretty damn stern, kind of the straight up mean, to be True. honest, right? Yeah. And uh, he, he comes over to me and he says, hey, governor, look, uh, look at me. He would call me a booty boot, right? Which means boot. It's like you just graduated boot camp. Yeah. And so he's booty like, hey, boot, though. a booty boot. How did the booty Oh, uh, because I, I had a booty, bro. Still do. Like, there's a uh, reason. Yes. There's a reason I thought I had AIDS. You get up and do, saying, a, do a little 360 here in a minute for us. So, yeah, man. Uh, he tells me, hey, man, I need you. To, right now, you're not a booty boot, Governor. I need you to be a man, all right? And I was like, yes, Corporal. He's like, I need you to go into the truck. And get everything out before it fucking blows. And it wasn't on fire or anything. Oh, that's like, a terrible job. Yeah. <laughs> before so, it blows, wait, yeah. can you just leave that part yeah. off next time? I know. How long do you think I have? And so, <laughs> well, because we had, we were carrying a bunch of uh, like AT4s with us and we had like Mark 19 ammo, a bunch yeah. of grenades and stuff. Yeah, go get the explosives yeah. that are yeah. about to explode. Yeah. 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 And nice. I mean, again, the truck wasn't on fire or anything, but it just been hit. I, you don't know what's going yeah. on. So, yeah. But still, you know, I run in, I grab it, and then, uh, and then I got in trouble. I remember I had a disposable camera. It's actually on my, on my Instagram. I have a photo of it. But uh, I ran back over to the truck once everybody at site was secured. And I like run up and I take a photo. And, and they're like, oh, no, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, in I the mean, middle of yeah. In the middle yeah. of this whole yeah. situation, you're yeah. snapping pictures? Yeah, I took a, actually, I got another story on that. But so that happened. <laughs> 
And, uh, and it was a disposable camera, so I had to wind it up. And they're like, you yeah, idiot. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's going to be another fucking bomb right now. And I was like, yeah. whatever, dude. I'm yeah. never going to die. Like, <laughs> Bleeding from the yeah. ears, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, come, but coming out of my ear. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, another. For another the gram, st- right? Yeah, yeah man. You got to well, take it for the gram. This is before, like, before digital uh, cameras and stuff. And so, I w- first, I want to make my disclaimer. Like, I, I went through my, my share of combat and being in combat zones. It's been like 27 months or 28 months in Iraq and Afghanistan. But I want to make the disclaimer. I'm not the fucking hardcore salt dog. I didn't get in a thousand firefights, right? But I got in some firefights, got in some engagements. Yeah. So I, I just always throw that out there because there's always someone with a bigger dick or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but man, we're in a firefight one time and they tell us, uh, air's like, hey, air's coming overhead. And of course, I'd been in Iraq at this point, like five days. And, uh, you know, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And that same leader had been in Fallujah. And I guess like they'd get, they'd call in airstrikes, like stupid close. And apparently sometimes they'd like, it would shake them up in the oh, buildings, yeah. right? Like knock them down and stuff. So he, he starts freaking out and he's like, hey, get the fuck down air. And we're like close to these buildings. And so I hear like rounds cracking over my head and uh, they blew up a truck that got too close to us. So it was kind of like, Pretty badass moment. I have a photo of that as well. But <laughs> You're snapping pictures. Dude, <laughs> there, there's a, there's a, a truck in the background on, on fire, right? I could see the smoke. And he thought that it was like rotary wing, right? Okay. Or I'm sorry. He thought it was uh, like a bird, right? About to drop a like 500 pound bomb. But yeah. it was it was uh, like a helo, right? Okay. So it wasn't as bad. It wasn't like, oh, get the fuck down. Yeah, yeah. But still in the, in the photo, you could see a truck on fire. You could see... Uh, a helicopter above us and they're lighting up these buildings. I hear rounds going over my head and what do I do? I reach in my cargo pocket and I start winding up my fucking camera, right? <laughs> because you can't, you can't reach, you can't have it like wound up already because then it's going to take a photo of your pocket. Yeah. Like that's a fucking boot move, dude. <laughs> well, obviously. That's a boot move, dude. I ain't no that's fucking idiot. Boot move, like, yeah. So I'm not I, a dumbass here. <laughs> and there's two photos, dude. There's one photo where my squad leader's looking up with his 203 like a badass and a truck's on fire and there's a helicopter overhead. And the second photo he looks like a badass screaming in combat as there's a truck on fire and a helo going overhead and we're taking rounds. But what he was really doing was the first thing, first photo, he's kind of acknowledging me. Second photo, it's him yelling. And he's like, you. hey, you fucking boot. What the fuck are you doing? I'm like, fucking. So my, and I have that photo and it just looks like such a salty. Uh, but the reason I was doing this shit is because you see all these moto videos. I get in my unit and they're showing me all these videos of like, bodies, bodies, and fighting, and fight. I guess time and place, right? Sure. But, I mean, I was like, well, fuck it. We're taking cover, are we not? Like, <laughs> I literally got, rounds I are going overhead. But now people have GoPros, right? It's the same shit. You just fucking turn on your GoPro and you go to work. But this is fucking 2005. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's the a- justification for that. Have you ever heard of, like, the best medicine on the battlefield is fire superiority? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, put down the camera and start I mean, shooting. Well, we were we were taking cover. They t- like he thought again that it was going to be a bird. So he was like, "Do not engage, like stay down because I guess they've like been injured by super close bombs or whatever." Yeah. Yeah. Happens so, all the time. Yeah. I mean, apparently, whatever. But so, so moral of the story is you got some really good pictures out of that. Yeah, man. It's such a caveat. <laughs> some bloody intro. ears. Combat camera. Yeah, infantry yeah, man. Yeah, pretty much combat camera. Sniper, dude. Right? Yeah. Like, so, and you got a purple heart for that. Yeah. So did oh. you get? So wind, wind this back, way back, way back, way back. When you got? So you got blown up. You guys take cover. You get all the shit out of the out of your your truck. You guys get medevaced from there. What, what's happening there? Oh man, it's kind of. Let's funny. finish up that story. Real quick. Okay. Oh, yeah. So they, man, we, we finished the patrol. They brought another vehicle, another fucking unarmed seven ton, right? Throw the same sandbags in there, right? 
Uh, and at least all the other IDs went off already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and what we do is we medevaced, uh, we medevaced, yeah, I'm sorry, a bird landed because I'm confusing uh, times that I got hit, but uh, they medevaced one, two, three individuals. Okay. Right. And we legitimately carry, we finished the patrol, we finished the mission. And I think that's kind of gangster. You know, you think about that shit. You're like, yeah, it is. I guess fucking dope. I have like blood in my ear. And then what was funny is we get back or not even on that same patrol. Uh, one of my senior Marines would be like, hey, Holt. They'd tell everyone the Holt. And I would just keep walking because I couldn't fucking hear. And then he ends up telling me that I'm malingering, right? Because he's like, oh, I was in the same fucking truck as you, fucking boot, fucking. And he has like an accent. Like, so he's like, oh, so you're fucking stupid, boot. You just haven't been through shit. You're fucking good. And he starts, and I was like, what? Like, I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> and so for like two weeks, I couldn't hear anything, dude. Uh, you didn't get checked out or you didn't well, get yeah, medevaced Well, yeah, they forced it? me to go to medical because I kept bitching like, I can't fucking hear. Yeah. And that's why they gave me my purple heart because I blew out uh, one of my eardrums, like fully ruptured. Jesus. But there was no, like nothing was done about it, like ever. You know, I would go like this. Yeah, do the and, Valsalva. Like, air would keep coming out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, that was the first time I got hit. Jesus, man, was great. So is your hearing, first and foremost, is your hearing back to normal? What was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do the same shit with my ears. Like, your ears are all messed up. Can you what? hear? I'm like, what? They're like, uh-huh. Oh. Like, I've never used that one before. Dad joke. Yeah, haven't dad heard that joke. one. <laughs> Justin has a little bit of cauliflower yeah. ear. He's bit. a badass. Yeah. So, so walk me through the Purple Heart aspect of this. So you get blown up, and then how, how was that received? Uh, I didn't even know that I was getting my Purple Heart yet. Because um, all my senior Marines, again, had been through Fallujah. And in my platoon, there was, there was only a handful of us that had never deployed. Right. And so these guys, they're salty, man. Like, um, so yeah, they, they have an award ceremony and they call my name and I didn't even get medevaced. Not that time. Right. I got medevaced the second time, but they call my name and they're like, Hey, uh, governor, I'll get up here, receive your award. I'm like, why award? What the hell? And they gave me a purple heart. And I remember thinking in my head, like, I know dudes that have been shot. Dude, I know guys that had shrapnel in their body and were fighting to get their Purple Heart. And they still hadn't gotten their Purple Heart from Fallujah, yeah. right? And here I am with just some blood in my ear. And they give me a Purple Heart. So when they say at the very end, fall out and c congratulate this Marine. They're like, fall out. Er, they, you know, the, the higher ups can't hear what directly is going on right here. But because it was my first patrol, and I'd been in Iraq two weeks, maybe, right? They line up one by one. And they'd be like, fucking pussy. And then they'd walk away. <laughs> and the next one would be like, boot. And then uh, I remember one dude was like, oh, I guess we're fucking drinking buddies. And then occasionally, one of my senior Marines would be like, good shit, governor. You know? Yeah. yeah. But it was primarily just me getting degraded for having a Purple Heart, man. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah it's, it's not so, your fault. It's poor leadership. Yeah. That is, that's, that's not I a mean, good way. To I, I think, and, and again, I, I mentioned this um, prior. You requested it. I, yeah. yeah. I get a purple I, heart I out think of this. A lot of it was just some bitterness. You got to think like we're literally teenagers, we're still teens, yeah. you know? And so a lot of these dudes, they went through Phantom Fury, the Battle of Fallujah. They lost 34 men on their previous deployment. Yeah. And I think like 27 of those were in like 17 days of fighting, right? So like some, some serious shit. And yeah. apparently dudes were getting blown up, shrapnel, and still don't have, till this day, have purple hearts. But that's not right. Uh, there's, organ there's an organization out there that helps people reconnect with Purple Hearts, yeah. reconciles everything. Isn't that crazy? So, so how know, did that set the tone for you uh, on your first patrol? Dude, honest to God, I remember, um, do you remember MSN Messenger? Right? Oh, yeah. It used to be the thing. 
I remember I logged on and of course I can't like there's OPSEC. You can't be like, ah, fucking I'm in Iraq and I just got blown the fuck up. But I would like to find my old password and remember, I don't remember any <laughs> of that shit. But all I did was remember when I got to finally use a computer, I just put in all caps, boom, exclamation point. And that was like, <laughs> that was like my subliminal. I never logged First in again. First of all, yeah. I would have more questions yeah. coming out I reading that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I would. Did you send that message? No, to? it was my, my status update on MSN Messenger. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, you could be like, oh, wait, but I was in Iraq and like, I, I, I couldn't be like, oh, we're fighting over here. So I just put boom as an immature 19 year old kid, exclamation point. And I was like, hopefully Britney sees that. <laughs> <laughs> How was that received? Like, did you have? Uh, I never logged on again, no. ever again, because you know, never use the computers, dude. <laughs> I don't know if uh, WTF I, was a acronym back then. I know, then, but I know. And <laughs> so, been, yeah. so it, it was interesting because, uh, first, like first of all, uh, day one at the base, there was mortars landing um, as these grunts were coming back in from the previous unit, and I was outside looking around. I lived at the Haditha Dam, and these dudes all started taking cover, <laughs> and I remember thinking to myself, like, why are they taking cover? What the hell's going on? And then they're looking at me and they're like, hey, get the fuck down, incoming. And I'm thinking in my head, like, no, 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 there's not. Like, there's not fucking incoming. God. What do you, like, I, I'm right here, dude. And I'm standing up nice and tall. And then a round hits inside of our base. But it's like a football field away. Yeah. It's like, boom. And I, I duck down, right? It's my day one. First one. Yeah. yeah. And then a couple ah. hit. And I'm like taking cover, but I'm like popping my head up. And then my senior, my senior Marine walks out to smoke a cigarette and he lights up a cigarette and he looks at the explosions and he looks down at me and he's like, fucking boom. I think, I think everyone has experienced that like on their first yeah. days in deployment. Yeah. First mortar attack. Yeah. And then like, out. you know, by, by the time you have three or four deployments, you're just like, you know, going back to sleep. Yeah. Like, yeah. Going right back to sleep. It's so, just like, I feel it's it's funny. It was, it's kind of comical, right? Cause he makes me get back inside and then he says, Hey, uh, I was I was outside right now and Governor was taking covers. They were like a hundred meters away. And then it was like one, two, three, and all my senior Marines were like, ah and all my like junior Marines. Pointing they, and laughing. they were like, they were like, ha ha. ha. Yeah. I looked around, I saw like uncomfortable laughs as I locked eyes. I was like, bitch, don't you dare fucking laugh. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Well, right. You're but scared then, too. You're scared then, too. I know yeah. you are. <laughs> and then like my my second deployment, I remember like we took uh incoming one time and we fucking uh, I was the only guy every time that would grab like a machine gun or some shit. Nobody else, they'd be like, fucking just take cover. But for some reason, I was like, just gung-ho, right? So one time I was grabbing uh, a saw and I tripped and I fell and dudes were hopping over me, laughing, running the cover. <laughs> Nobody helped me up. I just heard like laughter and then finally one guy picks Should me they? up laughing, <laughs> runs me in with him. And we ran past a group of these other grunts that were just, they were playing cards on their cots. And we fucking ran by them. And as we're running the cover, they're like, ah, snipers are fucking pussies. And I remember like, we're like, fuck you. As we run by and we get a cover. <laughs> it's like, it's funny, right? You just think yeah. like everyone's mentality just shifts. Yeah. I, I well. mean, you know, you got to have, you got to give us a badass story because you've, you've just had bag of ass stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was there any like governor all of you? Oh, good job. Good, good fight. You know, oh man, I mean, I'm just these are like the comical moments <laughs> yeah. that I remember, right? Like, we gotta, and, we gotta improve your credibility as a Marine yeah. right now. I mean, dude, I, I don't like if I'm being honest, dude, I don't like to be the dude that's like, we were like, I'm such a fucking badass, yes. or like, we got on this engagement, or we blew up this fucking house. Like, no shit, there I was. Yeah, yeah, it's just that, that personally, that's not me as a, as a person. Like, even when I got out of the Marine Corps, uh, these like men get these plaques, right? When you get out of sniper platoon. And it'll say some shit about like Valhalla and being a fucking kick-ass warrior, right? Yeah. And my plaque said, uh, Corporal Justin Meatloaf Governor. <laughs> I was Jack Meatloaf. Jacked, so one time I came, I came back from uh, lifting weights 
And I took, you know, I had my shirt off. They were passing word. And one guy just started laughing. And everyone's like, what's so funny, Eliason? And he goes, fucking meatloaf. And he points at me. <laughs> what? Because I was, dude, I was like 178. I was fucking just jet, but I'm 5'5", five five, dude. So I was just yeah. like, fucking, <laughs> right? And they're like, fucking meatloaf. And everyone started laughing. The name stuck, right? That was my call sign. That's the a Marine good Corps. call sign. And so, that's a meatloaf, good one. That's a good so one. they're like, meatloaf. Corporal Justin, meatloaf, govern on. It says, for entertaining everyone 24-7, comma, even when unwanted, comma, <laughs> may your stories live forever. Because that was me. <laughs> that, is, that was me, man. It like, still describes you. Um, entertaining 24-7, That's like, dude, man. we'd be, like, one time, um, we, we fucking, we're at a house. We, we took, uh, like, some mortars, right? And it, it was stupid-ass mission. But we got compromised because they told us to compromise ourselves. Uh, and again, the, at, the grunt, at the grunt level, like, the Marine Corps is fucking kick-ass at fighting. But there's a lot of stupid shit. Like, sure. Hey, pop on the roof with a sniper rifle. We want the enemy to know there's snipers in this building. And our teammates are like, wait a minute. Uh, yeah. That yeah, yeah, seems counterintuitive here 100%. for snipers. It's 100%. So as snipers, we're like, yeah, that's stupid. But there's some fucking young officer that's like, no, we want them to know. Thank so God. sure enough, my team leader says, hey, they want us to do it once every X amount. I'm going to do it once. I'm going to compromise us. And then we're not going to do it anymore. I'm following fucking orders. So he does it. We take a rocket later. Uh, and then they mortar us later on. and. I, like, same shit. Everyone's, there's, like, people sleeping. They're waking up. They're like, ah, oh, get away from the window. And so <laughs> I fucking fall down, like, running in all dramatic because uh, I was in the courtyard, fall on top of one of my friends. We're all stressed. And as I'm on top of him, I start, like, going, I start, like, trying to kiss him. And then he starts laughing. <laughs> and he's like, get the fuck off me. Yeah, all the way. In the like, middle mm, of it. Like, in the middle right. of it. Uh, so, like, that was me. So a lot of my stories, when I explain them, I'm not like, yeah, we're doing these fucking raids. Or do you remember this? Or we fucking blew up this, this building or whatever. Yeah. Like, it, there's just so much of that already, right? And, and I don't know. A lot of what I remember is just, like, I was just a fucking kid having fun, dude. Yeah. Ridiculous stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I and love it, that. And it, so... So did that mentality ever change for you when you, be, you had serious moments of you're like, oh shit, this is real? Oh yeah, man. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Like, uh, uh, man, without saying, without saying too much, man, and I know you talked about the credibility. There's politics, man, in 2007, right? So as a sniper, we went on a mission. We engaged these guys. Uh, we engaged five guys. And uh, I, I don't want to say all the details because we had to go to court because of politics, right? Okay. They tried to fry us. But we went out, we did our thing, and dude, as, as I was running towards, like, we, we had to run up and point blank run up to these five dudes. Um, yeah, there's five guys, five, five or six, uh, and I believe we shot five, and we, we killed two. But as it was happening, it's like, if I'm being 100% honest with you, uh, every Marine out there is like, oh, I'm so, like, oh, I just want to fucking kill someone. Like, that's what yeah. you say, you're, you're fucking dark, you're, yeah. you're yeah. a kid, dude. And they say stuff like, take out the trash, and you say, kill... Or I remember my yeah, barracks, that's right. my barracks walking up the stairs, every step used to say something, right? And painted on each step said, kill something every chance you get. Walking up three flights of stairs, just reading over and over, kill something every chance. You don't even realize. Totally yeah. indoctrinated. Just, it, it is. They're warping your mind, bro. They are. So, um, of course, I'm like a, this aggressive Hispanic kid that always wants to fight from Laredo, Texas. And I'm like, man, I just want to fucking kill someone. And in the time, the mission that we go out, and uh, my team leader engaged and he turns around and he says, follow me. And he starts running towards these Classic. individuals. Mm -hmm. Bro, he, he, grabs, he, grabs a fucking, he grabs a shotgun, right? <laughs> he grabs a fucking shotgun and he turns around. Like a sawed off 870. Oh, the guy, the guy's, yeah, the guy's in Marsoc now. He's fucking like, God damn. He's just 
Like in in the most respectful manner, he's a fucking psychopath, dude. In the most respectful, controlled like, psychopath. America yeah. needs this guy. Yeah, America. I'm glad he's on fucking our side. Is what I'm saying. And so, yeah, <laughs> effective. And so he, yeah, uh, yeah. So I I, I don't want to incriminate anybody because uh, we did go to a court martial hearing for this, but no names. Um, no. And so they he grabs a shotgun, he starts running, and he turns and he says, "Follow me." And that mentality of me being like. Oh, I can't fucking wait to fucking kill someone. All of a sudden, what the fuck? We all looked at each other. There's like five other, there's uh, six of us, right? And there's five of us engaged. But dude, we all look at each other. It's just this look like, are you going to go? Are you going to yeah. go? And it, all of a sudden, like, we all went from in. being badass fucking Marine to like, go fucking run 200 meters up to that vehicle. You also might die, but hurt. get the, yeah. don't let, don't let homeboy run by himself. Yep. So I'm like, I remember just like going, and I grab a 203 and I just start running, dude. And fucking as I'm running, same shit I talked about, right? I'm like, you know, I hear uh, I hear our tracers legitimately whizzing by me. I hear the and I turn and I'm like, hey, ceasefires are super close. And then my idiot friends are fucking lobbing 203s over us. Boom, they're blowing up kind of close. And I'm turning around and I'm like, hey, there, there's not even like a ceasefire. There's like a fuck it, ceasefire, right? Yeah, yeah. screaming and, back. And I'm uh, running around. And again, I talked about this earlier. <sighs> Look at the sun. I'm like, hey, God, if you're up there, man, <laughs> it's me just again. forgive me for everything I've ever done <laughs> and for what I'm about to do. I'm really right? sorry. And that was, that was what I said, right? And so it's, it's funny you talk about like, we were ever not fucking on this. It's kind of, it's a coping mechanism, bro. Like humor. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like, these humor. stories that I'm talking about, it's like, ha ha, fell on top of my friend. I was pretending to kiss him. That's part of me being like, <laughs> like I'm a badass. I was I was taking mortar fire and pretending to kiss my friend, but in reality, I was fucking scared. Shit, I was scared shitless. My heart was racing. Well, I'm it, pretending to sit yeah. by a door. Like, hey man, I'm I'm purposely trying to paint the picture to my friends that I'm super calm and I'm saying shit like, hey man, can we get a saw up on the door? Like, and I'm trying to act like I'm just so casual, but I'm so fucking scared shitless. But I can't look at my friends and be like, hey. Yeah, right? but everybody so, is. That's a coping mechanism. That's a coping mechanism. Just, so, yeah. Like you said, everyone's even, scared. Even at work today, like in the, in the high level of making ads, sometimes people freak out and they start panicking. Are we going to get this done? And I'm fucking stressed, but that's carried over. I'm like, dude, we don't have a choice. It's either we all get fucking fired or we do good. And then everyone laughs and then they keep doing it. Yeah, right? and, and you can't cry either, yeah. right? So that's already off the table. Yeah. So the, no emotional response yeah. that, that way. So it's like, might as well laugh yeah, about it, right? So, so uh <laughs> Yeah, man, we we run up, we we do our shit. I'm super serious. I've never witnessed uh, what I witnessed. And again, we went to court. I, want, I need to leave a lot of those details out. But I had never seen some shit at fucking point blank, like yeah. like right here to there, or done any of that. And it's a lot different than the movies. Yeah, yeah. and even like on that entire engagement, uh, like if if I engaged at all, right, um, I, I wasn't like. Like I was trained to do, like in other firefights, oh, you shoot like, at doors, windows, cars, right? But like in this instance, when you 100% know that there's humans involved, right? You're not like, like, uh, you're, you're, you're going black you, on that. You're, right? you're tensing every muscle in your body. You're clenching your fucking, like, it's like a very unnatural yeah. uh, thing. So to your point, you're like, was there ever a point that you had to get serious? Like, yeah, like, in, and, and I'll be honest, it's like the only up close and personal engagement that I had. But like, goddamn, it was fucking dark. Yeah. And so, uh, after all that shit happened, my team leader walked walked up to me, and I was trying to vomit from adrenaline. Like, and my my first thought was saving Private Ryan because I was like, that's I was I yeah. swear to God, the memory that the Man. flash into my mind was saving Private Ryan, and then 
there was like a, a an aha, like a eureka moment that was, oh, they're not vomiting because they're disgusted. Yeah. They're vomiting because they're so fucking goddamn high yeah. that uh, they cannot contain themselves. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like Just trying to throw up. up. And then my team leader, calm as fuck, puts his hand on my shoulder and he's like, hey, Governaldio. He called me Governaldio. Uh, he had a lot of nicknames. Yeah. He would call me Governaldio. I, I don't know why, but he's like, Governaldio, the first time uh, A, B, and C, right? Uh, leaving that out for court purposes, but the first time this <laughs> and that happens, uh, certain emotions overwhelm you. And then he's like, I need you to overcome those emotions. And he's looking me in the eyes. This guy's been through it a thousand fucking times, yeah. dude. He was in the Kill House in Fallujah, that famous photo. Of, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he was in that building. He was like the number three guy, the guy in front of him got shot in the head. And he told us a story one day around a campfire uh, in, out in the field. And I was like, oh my God, he's such a fucking badass, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He's a fucking, that's why I'm like, disclaimer, I'm not that fucking cool. Like, because I know men I like him, cool. bro. That's what everybody feels like, though, uh, at the end of the day. And is... so, so yeah, man, he gives me that fucking talk. And what's, what's odd about that, and I can say this now in hindsight, without being judged, because I don't give a shit at this point, that fucking day changed my life forever. Yeah. I've never been the same, yeah. right? Uh, it absolutely will. You know what I mean? So what do I do now? I do fucking comedy. And I've <laughs> carried all those. At, that's another reason why uh, they, they said on that plaque, for entertaining everyone 24-7, even when I wanted, uh, may our stories live forever. That was me, dude. Like, be fucking dark moments, whatever. And I'd find a way to just inject something super fucked up and funny. Yeah. Right? Yeah, add and, levity to the situation, right? And that's how I am. That's, so you see me, I'm not going to call myself a sad clown per se, right? <laughs> but like veterans in general, there's a reason we just, we're so desensitized and we always are fucking around like, yeah, like absolutely. It's a coping mechanism. Yeah. Just, you hit it nail on the head right so, there. But yeah, no, I'm normal. Oh, tell I us guess. a joke, funny man. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Funny man. Uh, uh, well, first of like, I won't even say my set, but for comedy. Oh, uh, don't blow your set on. No, I'm not blowing yeah, my set. I don't yeah. care. Like I've been w working on it. I got a whole five minute bit, but just it yes. opens without giving you like the, the basis or with giving you the basis without giving you the bit, I start off saying, I started in the Marine Corps during Don't Ask, Don't Tell. And then people chuckle and I'm like, however, the Marines made me gay. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you guys get it. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. audience watching this gets Just it. crickets. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. But what kind of audience are we looking at? So what's your typical audience? I, I, I've had to tailor my humor because not everybody's dark. Like yeah. I, I've performed only once at LOL. Right, I've done open mics there, but I did one performance there nice. at the Laugh Out Loud Comedy in San Antonio. I've done the Artisan. Uh, I do the the Blind Tiger every okay. week. Um, it's like where all comics in San Antonio start, and then you grow from there. Okay. And same shit. I'm a boot all over again, bro. Yeah. Like I got to earn my respect. Way. There's some comics yeah. that'll, you know, they'll, they'll say one thing, uh, and they'll be like, "How much time do they give you?" No, you're only getting this much time. And I'm like, "But they said," and she, they're like. This is how much time you get. And yeah. it's a rite of passage, man. It's sink or swim. Yeah. And what they're doing is they're trying to also push me to see if I can handle it. Exactly. Can you, yeah. can you shift in this last minute change and be creative? Because that happens when you get to this level. Yeah, can you be right? dynamic? Right. Things change. And so, uh, but yeah, man, I do every week at the Blind Tiger and it's a different crowd every week. So I can't just be like, uh, like, I don't know how much I can cuss on the podcast and stuff, but 
Like, yeah. I don't know if I could be like, dick, dick, pussy, ball, shit, piss, fuck. <laughs> right? We'll, we'll do See, a you long guys laugh. there. <laughs> you guys laugh, but like not everybody in the audience uh, We laugh, laugh at anything though. Yeah. Anything dark yeah. as well. I yeah. mean, you gotta That's laugh what I mean. At, I'm pretty low. So do you ever like... Humor. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been like, had an audience where you're just like crickets the whole time? Oh, and fuck like, yeah, dude. Oh. Fuck yeah. How does, <laughs> how does that feel? Uh, Like fucking like... Like, like garbage. Like my childhood all over again. You yeah. trash. Somebody look at me. Like, mom, look You're at me. You're nothing but I'm trash. Yeah. <laughs> Validate me. No, bro, but yeah, love me. Um, but you start screaming rapidly, right? Yeah. I mean, well, dude, I mean, it happens, dude. And the first time it happens, you're like, fuck. Yeah, public speaking is hard enough already. Yeah. But when people are like just staring at you when you're trying to make them laugh. But, like, yeah. Or sometimes I'll, I'll like write a bit out and I'll be like, oh, I can't wait. Like this one's going to hit. And you say it. And you hit the punchline and literally nobody even fucking chuckles. Oh. And you're like, so yeah. you find like- Just move on to the yeah. next. Or- so then you find little pockets like, you're supposed to laugh, laugh, it's funny. <laughs> and then people will actually kind of start laughing or they yeah. won't. And then, and like, I've got my, my, I've got one solid, I feel like it's a solid bit. It's a five minute go and it talks about serving during Don't Ask, Don't Tell. And it's okay. this disgusting story of like, how the, whatever. Uh, it's the, the drill instructor, some kids started laughing. And the drill instructor was like, you want to laugh? You want to be gay, boy? Get naked. Get naked right now. God. Right? Because that makes sense, right? Because <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what you tell a man when, you know, he's being gay. You tell him to get naked. Um, and so I... <laughs> like, yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. I don't... I guess. I don't and know. Then, and then I talk about... Uh, they, then they make all of us get naked, like 80 of us. And they stuff us in the shower and they make us put our hands over our head and we're squatting up and down. Like... And then it's so without like, releasing see, all the jokes. I mean, jokes, that does make sense, right? Because right? I feel like it's the military in, in a way does make you gay because you do some really gay that stuff is, in the military. That is, that is honest, hands down, Makes the most homosexual. We had shower parties yes. that we called them. In yes. The <laughs> that's most, that's yeah. the most homosexual thing I've ever done in my life. And I've actually banged a couple dudes. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's 2021, yeah, bro. It's 2021, so like, dude. But you know, I identified them as women in the moment, dude. So we're good. Uh, lights are off and it feels yeah. good. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. No judgment here. He went to, one time I was on a, on a roof in Afghanistan, right? And my buddy saw, it's so creepy, but uh, I was a, a DDM for this, co- for this company and my buddy got the binos or the binoculars, right? And he's like looking at some hot chick. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and as a joke, like the cover only goes up to like right here. And he's like, Governor, go down on me right now as I look at her. And oh, I was like, oh, and, then, and then he's like, and he's like, I'm just going to pretend it's her. And that way it's not gay. And we're both just cracking up. Like that's, that's the military the mentality. Humor. Yeah, yeah it, it is. And it's, it's, it is true. That's the exact type of humor yeah. that, that we He's like, if I just pretend got. it's her, it's not gay. And I was like, what about me? And he's like, I don't care about you. Yeah, yeah. Like, Shut up, boot. <laughs> you're first up in the barrel. So, so at these comedy clubs, you're, you're knocking out jokes. Sometimes it's hard, but most of the time it's been successful. You're having some, I'm doing some all right, good man. following. And- I'm doing all right. Uh, it's, it's, uh, you mainly hit open mics to try your new material. You don't want to try your new material in front of a cold audience that yes. doesn't know who the fuck you are. Okay. Who, why would they know who Justin Governor is? They don't. Yeah. Right. There's like some pretty well known com- uh, comics that jump on these shows and then occasionally they'll be like, yo, guest spot. Nice. So you jump on. I don't want to try the shit that doesn't hit. I want to try the stuff that has already worked on X amount of crowds. So you go to an open mic and you'll just start saying these ideas or concepts. And if they work, uh, we do every week what's called Dojo. And it's once a week. It's a creative writing session. Okay. And it's all comics in the crowd, right? And you don't deliver your your bit. What you do is you talk about the concept. Kind of right mm-hmm. now, I was like, yeah. And then they suck us in the shower. I'm not giving you guys the jokes, right? Yeah, but there's just, jokes. Yeah. There's, there's stuff the to be pulled from there. So you record yourself. And, you know, they they sit in the audience and they'll be like, why is that funny? 
And then a comic will say a joke and then everybody will start laughing. So as you go back and you listen, that's free game. You can take that. You, can, you ask them like, yo, can I take that? Like, yeah, man, don't worry about it. Okay. So that's kind of how you build your set. And so you, you continually try them at open mics. And when they start hitting, you're like, fucking, I'm going to try it on, on, uh, on this platform. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Shot. Sometimes you do good. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes there's shit that is not funny at all. Like when I talk about the don't ask, don't tell thing. Um, one time I recorded myself. And I said, oh, so you want to be gay? You want to be gay? Get naked. Get naked right now. And that's kind of like what I thought was funny and nobody laughed. And then I said, because that makes sense. And then everybody starts cracking up. Okay. And I didn't pick up on it because comics are real big, big on, especially when you start out. Did you record yourself? No, yeah. why not? Listen to so, it over yeah, and over. Yeah, I was over. in the shower. I was listening to that bit, right? Reminiscing, you know. Uh, I was real nostalgic in there because I was naked in the shower and my friend was there too. So no. <laughs> so <laughs> Got to set the scene, Yeah, right? I got yeah. to set, set the gotta tone, set the and so I need, I need to know the bit hits, you know? And so, yeah, I listened to it, took that piece, and now that is 100% part of my set. So. I, I mean, it, it goes to show you that you're your own best comedian, right? I, I mean, when I say jokes, I probably think I'm the funniest oh, guy yeah. around, but no one else is laughing. <laughs> yeah, man. You, you, you know, got your type of humor, right? So, so how does that help you with your mental health and the capacity of that regard? Um, I think because although... Uh, we, we've got a great culture, man. Like where I work, it's the shit, dude. It's pretty badass. I could joke around. However, you still have to understand that you're working with a very diverse group. Yes. And you, you still have to tame yourself in, in professional moments, mm -hmm. right? So because I grew up really crazy. I grew up like kind of wild. I talk about like I slept on floors till I was 11 years old, right? I didn't have a fucking bed till I was 11. Yeah. And um, I, I just grew up that way and I didn't realize otherwise. So when it got... To being the Marines, it was just, oh, fuck it, we're sleeping on this rock. Who cares, right? Yeah. And so I've lived this very chaotic path. Uh, then I go to college, got my education, have a degree in marketing from uh, Cal State Long Beach, get my degree, then you're thrown out into the, the real world, dude. Yeah. And so how does the, the comedy help? It's like, I've got a great culture and I could be myself. I could be myself fucking 80%. And that 20%, I really want to drop the real dark shit but yeah. you can't rein yourself. You can't in be a on, a, on a you know on a channel that you're talking about. It's a very niche group. Right? Yes, I'll make two people laugh. I probably get fired in the process, but at <laughs> yeah. least they laughed, yeah. right? So is the it comedy, worth it? Yeah, yeah, is it worth <laughs> it? You're like, uh, I got a mortgage, man. So you go back to a mic, and then you could be that guy. Sure. I could say these crazy dark things, and it's like it feels good, man, because everybody wants to be accepted in one form or, or another. That's yeah. why like the Absolutely. whole fighting thing has helped, right? But uh, comedy. For me, it's like every comic wants to go up there and they want the jokes to hit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, I mean, how does it help me? It's, it's dope, man. I fucking, I get on stage, I say some shit and it's kind of fucked up and dark and yeah. people, I'm like, I'll even say in my sets, I'll be talking about something fucked up about like that moment. I'll be like, literal penises were touching my penis and then everyone starts <laughs> laughing. That's true. He's like, he makes us put our hands up and down and makes us get tighter. It's like, blah, 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 blah. Like penises. I'm like, literal penises are hitting my penis. And then the crowd starts laughing and I'll be like, yeah, and I'll be like, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? I'm getting me too'd up here and I'm telling you on stage, why are you guys cracking up? And then everyone laughs harder. And yeah. I'm like, it's not funny. Stop laughing, guys. Like my penis was touching other penises, dude. And so, and people go off, right? But that's my way to be me and say these dark stories and still be accepted. So you really right? get to feel like yourself on stage. Yeah, man. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Express yeah. yourself. It helps. <laughs> kind of with your mental health as well. I mean, that's that's got to feel good and it's you're talking about it. Yeah, if you know? not, you're just another dude in society. Like if you don't find something, right, especially after going through the experiences that we've been through, like as vets, 
like, what do you do with your fucking life? Do you just be serious all the goddamn time and not talk to people? Do you just fucking, you know, even this, even being on a podcast, this is dope. You know, yeah. people are going to watch it. You know, I'm going to share it and, you know, people. Hopefully people laugh. Yeah. You know, there'll probably be a few trolls yeah. that make some weird yeah. comments about how many times you said penis. Yeah. Please yeah. count. Can someone count that? Yeah. yeah. You get a tally mark? Comment yeah. below on how many yeah. times he said penis. <laughs> yeah, there's that. And then, um. What's your, what's your writing process like? Is that something that you use as a, like a form of therapy as well? My writing process in terms yeah. of, of the, comedy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. To a point. I actually more so have gone with my, like, I'm not like some famous dude on Instagram. Right. But what I've noticed is when I, like, I've got some photos from the Iraq war. Right. And that has actually helped me because when I just post something cool, but when I post something raw, yeah. right. I don't get like a ton of, I'll get like 700 likes on a photo. But when I post something about the war and I write with like raw, true emotion, I get like 2,000 likes. Yeah. Right. And I'm, yeah. those are my best performers. But I realize when I post that, it's cool. Like likes are just likes. Who gives a shit about likes and follows and all that, right? But for a comedian, but, it's, a, it's a way to gauge your audience. Though. Yes. But, yeah. but in terms of the writing, when I'm done writing about it, I, I feel like a certain way, right? And I'm like, and I post it and I used to be scared. Like, I don't want to post this. It's kind of dark. And yeah. you post it and then you're like, and if it's well received. Ah, yeah. yeah, and you're like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, that's that's good. for me. Yeah. And and I do write stuff, but I don't share some of it, but I'm getting the point now and I'm like, that's the most important part. I can share it. Is yeah. Sharing yeah. it. Share it. Why the fuck not? Dude? Yeah. You you're a human being. You went through some crazy shit. Why not talk about it? And then people, dude, I shared one about like the first um like dead body that I saw. And it, it was, of course, dark, it was a real fucking weird scenario. Yeah. And I posted it. And I got two random dudes that I don't even know who they are on my Instagram. One dude sent me a message from Fallujah, sent me this long ass, it was like a novel. I got one for you. So there we are, Fallujah, 2004. Boom. And he drops a super dark story. And he's like, I don't know why I'm sending you this, but felt awesome. This, and I'm like, fuck yeah, brother. I need to reach Falling out. Back. Talk Boom. About it. Like, that's what I'm saying, dude. That we're, we're not alone, yeah. right? You probably have your shit you want to talk about and vice versa. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, if, you, if you're not making people laugh, you're just punching people in the face in the mat, right? I mean, so the, other? <laughs> the other thing we got to talk about is when you don't get your fix <clears throat> on stage, you kick the shit out of people. I mean, I, I get, also get beat up a lot. <laughs> My ears didn't happen like this, you know, overnight. It's yeah. like, oh, I thought that was from the explosion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Um, but yeah, man, my... Dude, I've been beat up fucking plenty of times. And you were just like, but, I like it. And I want to get punched in the face. It's, it's, uh, it's more of a... So I actually started training. You know, I told you I've never been the same after that moment. I got back from Iraq and like what we did was not wrong. It's just weird. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like what humans fucking go through that? And again, yeah. you're, you're a child, man. Like you sign up and you're like, I want to go find the war. Fucking, fucking unloaded 22, bro. That's like- <laughs> I know, dude, that on, is- That's unrealistic. Yeah. I need that picture yeah. for the thumbnail for this video. <laughs> that's going to come out. But man, you know, you're a fucking, you just have this on- realistic approach to like war yeah. you know you watch these fucking movies it's yeah. glamorized and then boom first patrol you get fucking hit and then one day you're trying to vomit on the side of a fucking road right yeah. so that shit changes Real. you you know and uh so when i got back from my first or my second deployment uh fucking crazy ass i mean i've talked about this i'm gonna try and sum it up as fast as i can sure but uh i started training i was the dude in the marine corps every weekend i'd go out to a bar and i'd fight every week i'd show up with like a black eye and they'd be like, God damn it, Governor, go hide. Go hide information, right? Meatloaf. Yeah. yeah. Go hide. So, so I joke, I joke about like, or I talk about how I was always joking around, but I was very like aggressive. Yeah. yeah. And to be honest, I just hadn't been uh, B 
beat up enough times in my life. I'm being 100% honest, mm. right? And so um, there was a dude on my deployment. His name was Sean Stokes, Corporal Sean Stokes, who used to fight MMA. Okay. And he's like, hey, man, I think it would be good for you. Yeah. yeah. You should come back. Like when we get back from deployment. It's a good outlet. You know, it's a good outlet. And I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And he puts his hand up. And he says, all right, I'm going to hold you to it. I said, okay. Shook his hand. That same deployment, he gets killed, right? Unfortunately. Yeah. I'm on a rooftop. Uh, we hear the explosion. We're like, I wonder who it is. They give a kill number. We're all like, kind of, I wonder, do you think it's so-and-so? Do you think? And you get back to the wire. You watch them come back from patrol. And they're two guys shy. And there's not like, who was it? You just process of elimination. Okay. Yeah, you know. Fuck. Damn. Right? So he's one of the dudes that made me promise. And then, uh, so I get back from deployment. And there's a flyer on base that says, jiu-jitsu tournament. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. On my way back. Yeah, we were I owe him. Yeah, I, yeah. I was uh, training with a bunch of Marines, idiots without like gloves, just stupid, dude, like bare knuckle, just beating each other. So stupid. Perfect. Right? And so what I do is I get back and I register for this tournament and I lost all my fucking matches. Right? <laughs> yeah. But these two coaches were, uh, you know, they're like, hey man, you're, you're not bad. Where do you train? I'm like, yeah, I don't train. Yeah. Like, we'll train where? This I'm is like, my first day. Yeah, this is. Like, <laughs> have you ever heard of the Marines? Yeah, have you ever heard of the Marines? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they make us put our penises together. He's like, wait, <laughs> that's weird. He's like, that's weird, but here's my card. Yeah. Call and, me. And uh, yeah, and fucking 11 years later, he gave me a black belt, you know, in jujitsu. That's awesome. And so the reason I started training was partially because uh, of Stokes. And the other part was like, dude, you start kind of downward spiraling. Yeah. You know, you just. Like Marines like to drink. Marines like to fight. Mar and it's not Marines. It's people that have been through traumatic experiences. They need ways to cope. It's an outlet. How the fuck do you cope? What do you do if you don't fight or if you don't do comedy? Like, what do you just fucking sit in your room and drink all day? Fucking be a, be a sad boy? Yeah. Right? Lots of people do. Or do you get yeah, some endorphins and start a training? A lot of people. Yeah. And so... Those are, those are positive measures to take. So. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to be honest. It's insightful. Like, without looking like a, like a fucking alcoholic, uh, what happens is if I just stop training, yeah. I notice that I start drinking more and I start eating like shit and then I don't sleep well. And then I just do these very self-destructive behaviors, sure. yeah. right? But what I do is I'll say to myself, dude, I need to get my ass back in the gym. Yeah. Right. So like yesterday, I was supposed to fight three weeks ago. My opponent uh, fucking couldn't fight because he was 13 pounds over. Stupid. 13 pounds over? Should yeah. be. We were didn't there even that, try man. at that point. Yeah. I was pissed, we there, man. Yeah. I was fucking pissed. But, oh, yeah. We were there yeah. for that. Yeah. And so I was supposed to fight. Like, you guys probably saw my picture up there. And yeah. Fucking, they didn't I was update it. to see you fight. Yeah. I was pissed, man. I saw you standing around. Like, but, fuck. so ever since then, I've just been like slowly drinking more, slowly eating more like shit. And then I've trained like two, three times since then. But then last night, I was like, dude, stop being a fucking piece of shit. Stop. Yeah. Showed up to the gym, dude. I'm a black belt. I'm supposed to be an example. Yes. You want to know what a black belt does not do? Disappear and fucking drink for six months. Exactly. So it's it's more than like at this point, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. And and I'm mentoring people. So Set how the example? How am I supposed to fucking mentor? Dude, you know how many like veteran? There's a I don't know if you guys have heard it. It's called Veterans Jiu Jitsu, right? I have not heard of that. Uh, fucking dope as shit, dude. Then they're they're trying to get shout them out, shout them out. Yeah, yeah. Veterans Jiu Jitsu. Look them up on on Instagram. Yeah. Legit. Um. Also like DD two fourteen. Uh. Apparel is like, like they sponsor me for my fight. Okay. And his mission is to help just get people in the training with PTSD. And they're very green in their process right now. But okay. there's, there's all these organizations, there's networks of like veterans, veterans stick together in general. Yeah, of course. But what they do is they, they kind of try and get people to train. And it's, dude, it's fucking, it's the best, bro. Like, as a positive outlet. It's, it's the best. It's like, it's, it's addicting. It is a drug, yeah. right? It's endorphins. But, 
there's no being lazy because if you're lazy and you're like, oh, I'm just going to arrest this round. Someone's fucking tweaking your arm. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so, uh, honest to God, dude, like I, yesterday I went back to the gym and as soon as I was done, I can't explain it. It's just this euphoric, like I was, I went home. I didn't drink a bunch of beer. Yeah. You know, I got home and I was like, oh, like, and I was telling yeah. one of the, um, the other black belts when we we're done with training, I was like, dude, Thank you so much, man. Thank you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And he's a veteran too. He's a black belt. Um, went to Iraq in the army. Okay. And uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I was like, no, dude. And I tell him I've been drinking. Just today's the first day back. And then he smiled and he's like, I know the feeling. He's like, that's why my wife, she fights with me all the time. You know, <laughs> yeah. why are you going to go to training? I'm like, hey, babe, you don't understand. I need you this. Need I this need outlet. this. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so in general, any veterans watching this, uh, oh man, I've got one more cool thing about this after. But any vets watching this, I, honest to God, like, I challenge you to walk into your next gym, just easy, go and Google and type in jujitsu near me, find two, three gyms, and remember it is your journey, not the gym's journey or the coach's journey, which often people fall into that trap. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of jujitsu politics, oh, you need to be at this gym because, yeah, yeah. no, go to two or three different gym, gyms, find what suits you, mm -hmm. find that culture, because that's going to be your home for ne next, fucking for the rest of your life, potentially, Yeah, right? And I tell people that come to my gym, hey, man, like I'm checking out a couple. I'm like, yeah, for sure, brother. They come back, cool. I don't even care if they sign up at my gym. I just want them to train, dude. Because yes. yeah. it's a journey, bro. And yesterday I trained with a Marine. He, uh, he was a 3rd Battalion, 5th Marines. They went, went through a lot of combat. Okay. And dude, he went through some shit. And yesterday he showed up to the gym and I trained with him. And he's like, hey, man, I took a nine-month hiatus. And I'm like, where were you? And he's like, I'm not going to lie, man. I got addicted to drugs. And I'm like, what drug? And he's like, a very bad one. I'm like, which one? And he says, meth. And I'm like, Jesus, yeah, fuck, oh, bro. Man. So he went on a bender. Yeah. Just stopped. Yesterday, we trained for the first time together. And he's like, oh, and he's like, I'm back, man. I'm back. You know what he's not doing right now? Smoking fucking meth because yeah. he's self-medicating because he went to fucking Afghanistan to Sangin. Yeah. You know, yeah. went through a bunch of shit in 2010 or whatever year. Yep. So you definitely have to stay in touch with him and help him. Oh, dude, and, and know, it's again, it's a network. Yeah. Do that handshake but, that you got. Yeah, man. And be like, it's time to train. Yeah. Dude, do you remember... Holding the, each other um, accountable. <clears throat> do you... I, I won't say his name, but he's one of my best friends in the world, man. Do you remember the... The moth shooter in 2004. Yes. Is he, is he dead? Is he dead? Boom, boom. He's dead now. Kind of chuckles, turns, yeah. there's a camera. That dude is one of my best friends, right? He okay. was one of my seniors in my platoon right as I was getting out. He went through a world of shit. That incident actually gave him a world of fucking problems for years. Because he said he would be at an airport and he would be watching it. And they'd be like, this and that. And he'd, he'd look around. Nobody around him knew that that was him. Mm. So, dude, he used to hit me up. And said that he had like anger issues. I was already a purple belt in jujitsu. So he hit me up one day. Hey, brother, I'm fucking always angry. Yeah. Do you think there's anything? And so I'm like, bro, same process. I tell everyone else, Google a gym. Google. And he's like, hey, there's these three. I look them up. I, I fucking turn them on to a gym. He tries it out and he comes back. I said, update me. And I followed up. Update me. How right. was it? Dude, it was awesome. But I wanted to yell. And I'm like, why? And he's like, they put me with some skinny dude. And he fucked me up. Yeah, he kicked <laughs> and, my ass. And he said, you know, and this guy's all fucking tatted up and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Sniper in the Marine Corps. Scott Sniper in the Marine Corps. Yeah. Fucking straight up. Like he got shot in the fucking face. You yeah. know, like fucking killed bodies. Had some yeah. slender ass child yeah, beating him up. And he says, guy. Yeah. and then he says, all I saw was red. I wish I still had the, the Facebook combo. It's common. He common. said, all I saw was red. And I'm like, brother, I need you to go back tomorrow. And he's yeah. like, okay. So I kept kind of mentoring him in the beginning of the process. Right. 
now he's a jiu-jitsu purple belt. Nice. And stuck with it. Bro, the if you were to talk to him today, oh hey, what's up, brother? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what's up? And he's like, oh yeah, man. Dude, someone can run up to us, shit talk us. I guarantee you they they could be like, you wanna go? He'd be like, nah, not really, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. that's who he is now. That's yeah. what jujitsu has done for this fucking hardcore at essentially a machine at one point. Yeah. Kill something every chance you get. Yeah. In program, take out the trash, kill, kill, kill. To fucking, you're always gonna have that. You know, in you if you need it, but when the fuck do you need that? You don't. Yeah, you're yeah. you're a human now in normal society. So what do you do? You fucking train jujitsu. You do yeah. comedy. Use it as right? an outlet. Use yeah, it as all, an outlet, man. Get it all out on the mats, right, or on the stage. Dude, it's the shit, bro. And and what's even more cool about that is anytime that like, dude, again, I say it all the time. I'm a fucking jujitsu black belt. I'm so confident as a human being in life. Hmm. Like I could just I just walk with a sense of confidence. Like when you get your black belt, man, it's it's the most beautiful thing. Dude, it's it's amazing. And uh, but it's only the beginning. And so I say this, but then sometimes I go to a gym and there's levels to this shit. Yeah. I'll go to a gym yeah. and somebody will fucking annihilate me, <laughs> Just dude. Yeah. Annihilate me. Yeah. <laughs> and make me wonder why I even started training, even now as a black belt. There's dudes out there that just been black belt. Victory belts. has defeated you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's a beautiful fucking thing because I'll drive home with the radio off thinking about everything I did wrong, yeah. contemplating why I even started training in the first place. But that's exactly what I did. The first time I ever trained, just like my boy had that story, they paired me up with a 16-year-old kid because yeah. I just came back from Iraq as a scout sniper. And I was like, hey, yeah, whatever. I want to get into MMA. Like, do you guys do takedowns here? <laughs> like, all stupid. <laughs> so they put me with this kid named Bobby Morales, who's now a black belt as well. Okay. And he was 16, bro. And I was 21 off my second combat deployment. And dude, he lifted me, flared me, dumped me on my head <laughs> over and over and over. He just beat the shit out of Embarrassed me, dude. Embarrassed you, yeah. Embarrassed me. Yeah. And I drove back to the Marine base and it was an hour drive back to the base from that gym. And I remembered about 40 minutes into it, I listened to uh, Cemetery Gates, Pantera, like oh, that album. Yes. Yeah. On the drive up, on the drive back, I realized like 40 minutes into my drive that I had the radio off the whole time because I was just like, Steaming. Just got the shit <laughs> yeah, beat on yeah. by a child. Turning red. Yeah. Hey, man, you want to go? He talked just like that. Balls didn't even drop yet, dude. Uh, but you used yeah. my ass, dude. Use that as fuel, right? 100%. Yeah. And over the course of the next 11 years, through that trial and error process, I earn a black belt. Yeah. And there's so much more to be learned in the process than just techniques and beating somebody up. There's so many fucking life lessons, dude. Yeah. I've been through breakups when I'll say like, hey, man, um, jujitsu will... It'll help you get over a bad, like, bad relationship. And they'll say, what do you mean? Give me an example. And then when, and I was going through a bad breakup and I'm like, well, sometimes, you know, if you go for the same submission over and over again and you're forcing it, sometimes you need to realize that it's just not there and you're forcing something that's not there and you need to let go and move on to something else for your own growth. And he's like, that was pretty deep, dude. And right then and there, I was like, oh, this applies. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And I got over the girl that was like kind of stringing me along and taking yeah. me like, and in that moment. And so jujitsu, dude, it's, there's so many like learning lessons at each belt level, right? Mm. But when you get your black belt, you realize it's no longer, I don't even, it's not that I train, it's my life, dude. Yeah. Like I'm going to go there tonight. Yeah. And, uh, but again, it started with like some trauma from the military and I just started easing. I got beat up a lot. Obviously, my ears are fucked up. But over the course of 14 years at this point, I'm like, I can never stop. This yeah. is the shit. This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And it and it's made you a better person. In general. Yeah, dude. I, and, what I talked and, about, I used to show up with black eyes. I've had <laughs> yeah. so many confrontations at this point where guys will walk up 
stupid at a bar and they'll say stuff to me like, oh, look at you. Yeah. What are you going to do, little man? And I'll be like, nothing, man. I'm yeah. chilling. I'm just going to have like, my beer. Yeah. yeah. But I'm chilling like in a stance where I know. And, I, and I, I'm like, this guy is yelling at me from a place of insecurity. I already yeah. know damn well. Yeah. Because I've it's fought. a battle with them themselves. Dude, I've, I've fought men before, right? As hard as I could. I fought uh, John Castaneda, uh, Sexy Max. He's in the UFC. He's on a terror, right? Nice. I fought him. Threw a hand or threw a right hand as hard as I could. Smacked him in the face. He like momentarily like dropped his knee a little bit. He gets up and he looks at me and he goes, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember thinking like that moment. What, what like, the fuck? Like, as oh, hard God. as you could. What yeah. the fuck? But that just like, psychologically no. fucked you yeah. over yeah. And yeah. right fucking, there. And he beat me up for three fucking rounds, right? <laughs> so, beat me up. So this is pretty amazing that you use these these tools for resiliency and mental health, man. So I, I got I to gotta ask, what do you do now? And... If you had one thing to say to every everybody else, I know you gave some great advice about fighting, but one thing to say about how to move forward, what would it be? Uh, again, for me, I use the jujitsu reference. Mm. It is your journey, not someone else's journey. And whatever it is that you find, whether it's comedy or jujitsu or competitive shooting, whatever it is, yeah. you need to understand that it is your journey. Find find your I hate, it sounds so cliche. Find your why, right? Yeah. But it's true, dude. It's true. What do you want to do? Be like a fish? Like that just breathes in water? Yeah. yeah. You know, you're just going through the motion, like swimming, swimming you upstream one or life. downstream. You got one life. Dude, we're all going to die. And Take to be honest, I don't even know if anything happens. None of us know. You can argue all you want. Oh, but I know. Like, no, you don't. None of us know. <laughs> so like, don't waste it. Yeah. Like do something. Find something that you really like. I got a buddy that got, he, same convo that he hit me up with. Oh, all I saw was red kind of shit. One of my senior Marines, Talks about how he killed a man. He heard him scream. And he called me and he says, Governor, he was in charge of me at one point. He's like, Governor, you're going to fucking listen to me. And I'm going to fucking tell you what's going on. All right. And you're not going to say a fucking word. Do you understand? And I was like, yeah, I listened to him for an hour. Sobs on the phone with me. Uh, Then he's like, what do I do? And he says, I couldn't tell my peers because I'm scared of them judging me. So I figured if I took someone that was junior to me, they would be forced to listen. Mm. And like, I'm like, ah, don't get emotional. But all I had to do was listen to this dude. And he was telling me before he was fucking suicidal and shit. And so I was like, well, what do you like doing, brother? And he's like, I've always liked painting and gardening. And I'm like, fucking, when we get off the phone, brother, go to Home Depot, go buy some shit for a garden. He's like, I promise I'm going to do it Monday. I'm busy. I promise. Yeah, the, dude, the on, promise of tomorrow, dude, right? And he fucking on his Instagram, he fucking has a garden, bro. And he makes oh, his family nice. food and uh, he fucking paints shit and he yeah. sells it to his family. And then, <laughs> or to, to sells his family. He sells it to people, right? <laughs> and uh, and one day he called me and he's like, hey, brother, I want you to know that that conversation that day really changed my life. Mm. And I was like, Ugh. and it wasn't, a, I'm not trying to make this about me. I mean, we're here for fucking each other. Yeah. Yeah, we're here for a, fucking more, each other. Yeah. Moral of the story, uh, moral of the story is find your outlet. Find yeah. something. For sure. Find so, something. Justin, where can we find you? Um, Besides Black, Black Rifle <laughs> Coffee Company. Uh, at Justin Governor on all platforms. Right. Yeah. So Twitter, uh, Inst- I mainly use Instagram. Okay. Um, and the local comedy club. And the local comedy club. Oh, Dude, you, the, the blind tiger, you know? <laughs> yeah. You've been a fantastic guest. We could continue to talk for hours, man. And I'm sure we will after this. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> sure. It's not going to stop after that. <laughs> right on, man. But thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, man. Thanks for your, uh, thanks for your insight. Thank today. you guys for having me, man. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. It was awesome. Don't cancel me. I was joking about everything. <laughs> yeah. He's a comedian. Bleep him out, Dave. <laughs> He's a comedian. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Medivac Podcast. Thank you very much and have a wonderful day. Click the like button below and share. Find this guy at the local comedy club. 